You're listening to The Social Dentist with Dr. Desiree Yazdan, marketing, branding, and building an online community to help you grow your business as a healthcare professional. Featured on the Emmy Award-winning daytime talk show, The Doctors, and America's business magazine, Forbes, Dr. Yazdan gives you insight on how she's cracked the code to social media and how to use it as a way to make your business more profitable. And now... Dr. Yazdan. Hello, hello, my friends. Welcome to episode 79 of the Social Dentist Podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Yazdan. Welcome, welcome. So here's the thing. I was doing a presentation a few weeks ago, and one of the questions that kept coming up, and it kept coming up in different ways, but ultimately it was the same question, was about managing my time. (laughs) And actually, a lot of my um, patients ask me about my time management, and even my coaching clients ask me about my time management, and kind of like asking about my favorite time-saving hacks. So because the same question was asked in like 10 different ways by 10 different people, I figured I'd create an episode about it. So people ask me about my time-saving hacks for social media, and some people ask me about my favorite time-saving hacks in my personal life, and I'm going to go over both of these with you today. So if time management is something you struggle with, and if you feel like you just can't fit everything in your schedule, then make sure to keep listening to this episode. I'm going to tell you some hacks, but then I'm going to go even deeper and dive in and tell you how I actually get things done. So I'm going to start with my time-saving hacks for social because so many people ask me how I manage being a mom, business owner, and create social media content and show up consistently. And my favorite time-saving hack for this is batching my content. Batching your content makes your life so much easier. It takes time to create content. You have to get into that creative mindset, which takes time. You have to start thinking of your ideal patient and put yourself in their shoes. You have to think of if you want to do a video or post a photo and if it's going to be a short or long video or long form content or whatever it is. It takes effort. It takes an hour to create one post sometimes. And I can promise you that if you're trying to post every day on the fly, you're not going to do it. You're so busy in your career and many of you listening have children and all of you listening have a personal life and you just won't want to take an hour a day to post to create one post. But if instead you get in the creative mindset and spend extra time batching your content, it will just come right out of you. I promise you, the content will just start flowing. And then when it comes time to post and you're exhausted because you've had a long day, you can show up anyway. That's the beauty of it. I actually just did this. So I sat down 30 minutes ago to create an outline for the previous podcast I did. And to be honest, I really did not want to do it. I had a long day at work. I had a case that was five hours long on top of a full schedule of patients. And that five-hour case I had, I didn't leave the room at all, not even once. I was literally working the entire time on the patient. And then my daughter must be going through something right now because she was so fussy and crying and screaming for the past two hours. And when I put her to bed, I turned to my husband and literally told him, I'm definitely not one of those moms that like drinks, but... If I have one more day like today, I might become a daily drinker. It's kind of a funny thing because my husband loves wine and I actually really don't like wine. But this, the point is like sitting down and writing an outline for a podcast was the last thing I wanted to do. It's kind of a funny thing because my husband loves wine and I hate it. So he would probably really enjoy if I became like a daily wine drinker and I was drinking wine with him. But anyways, the point is sitting down and writing an outline for a podcast was the last thing I wanted to do. But 
I always honor my calendar, which is something I will get into later in this episode. And so once I started creating the outline, I realized that I was just in the creative mood. So I decided to do the outline for this episode as well, because it was easier at that time because I was already in a creative mindset. So creating another outline for another podcast episode is not that hard. However, if I had waited and I didn't do that, then the next day, if I had tried to get into the creative mindset again and create another outline, that would have been more difficult for me. So I just decided I'd do it then while I was in the mood. So yeah, batching content goes a long way. When I have full days like today and I'm tired, since I've already batched my social media content, I can just copy and paste and post. It's so easy. I can just show up. I actually had someone in my Grow with the Gram program come to a call recently who mentioned that she was having trouble creating her content and that it was taking her a long time. And I reminded her to watch the training on batching her content because I have a training in there that's batching, like creating one month of content in just one day. And she did. And she came back two weeks later and said that it was the best shift that she made. And now she is having such an easier time just showing up and things aren't taking as long. Okay, so that's my social media like time-saving hack in a nutshell. Now let's get into my personal life. So the way I save time in my personal life is by taking care of my future self. So for example, every day I drink a protein smoothie that I make from scratch. So instead of waiting till last minute to make it in the morning, I make it the night before. I also lay out my clothes the night before, including my socks, my jacket, and everything. I do this because then I can handle things as they come my way in the morning. For example, if I wake up and my daughter's having a rough morning, I don't have to worry that I'll starve because I won't have time to make my shake. I know it's already made. I can just grab it and go. I don't have to make a decision of what to wear, and I don't have to worry about if I have like clean clothes or if I need to wash something last minute, it's already taken care of. So I always talk about taking care of my future self. This is something I've done since I was little and in my adult life, it has served me really well. I also do things like meal prep. So I prep my meals for two to three days in advance and I package them and everything is all laid out. So again, I just can grab it and go. I don't have to waste time making decisions on what to eat and making food every single day. So here's the thing. Believe it or not, like our brains are just constantly making decisions and processing things. So I always think like, you know, if I have to think about what to eat, that's just one more decision I have to make. If I have to think about what to wear, it's just another decision I have to make. And then also consuming information. So if you have like a messy cluttered house, it's just like your brain is constantly processing things. Even if even if your house is really clean, but you just have a lot of decor up, your brain is always processing that. So that's part of the reason I became a minimalist was like I couldn't stand looking at things anymore. Like I felt like my brain was constantly processing so much information. So I just got rid of as much stuff as I could. It's amazing because I want to use my brain for really important stuff. I don't really want to process like clutter in a drawer. I don't want to process things of like what to eat. I want it already done and laid out. And I make those decisions with my prefrontal cortex and I'm like planning things out for my life so that I'm going to give myself the best result that I want. So I like to maintain the weight that I'm at. So when I prep my meals ahead of time, I already know what I'm eating. I don't have to think about it. And then in the moments when I'm hungry, I'm not like reaching for things that just anything to fill me up. I'm not reaching for a bag of chips 
or like a cookie that's in my office or whatever. I'm like, no, I've got my lunch and I know what I'm eating and that's what I have. The other thing I do is that I have this process that I follow. So every Sunday evening, I spend 20 minutes creating a schedule for the week. So I write down all the things that I want to get done on a piece of paper. And then I write down exactly how long each thing will take me. That includes like writing my podcast outline. That includes my social media content. That includes things like washing my hair. (laughs) I put it all down and then I strategically put it into my calendar all of it. And I actually start with the personal stuff first. So people are always like, oh my God, you're bound to a calendar. Like your life is so constricting. And I'm like, it's totally the opposite of that. I have so much freedom in my life because I schedule my personal stuff first. I take care of my future self first because I don't want to be all work and no play. I want to enjoy my life and have some space to relax and just do nothing. So I put that in my calendar. So for example, I like to exercise. So I put it in, I put in the days and times that I want to exercise and I write down exactly what I'm going to do. And for example, like a Peloton class, or I may write down like leg day or something. And then I write down the days that I wash my hair. It's a process for me. So it has to go in the calendar. (laughs) And then I write down things like nail appointments or TV shows that I want to watch or things that I want to do with my family. And I write all those things down. And then, and the other times where I'm not at work, I write down all the stuff that I want to get done. And I'm specific about it. I don't just write social media content. I write something like, for example, like create a video about the importance of flossing for Instagram. And I will give myself, for example, 15 minutes to complete it or 30 minutes or whatever my time frame is. I put it on my calendar. And now here's the tough part. When it comes time to do the task, I sit down and do it no matter what. Like these podcast outlines, I'm telling you, the last thing I wanted to do today was sit down and write an outline for a podcast episode, but I honor my calendar. So I sat down and now this is my second outline. What I'm talking to you about right now is the second outline I created. The thing is, no matter what you put on your calendar, when it comes time to do the task, you're not going to want to do it. You've had a long day. You're tired. It's more intriguing to watch TV and just hang out on the couch and you tell your things like, well, I've had a long day. I deserve to sit down. I get it. But I know that doesn't produce the result I want. And what's great about the way I set up my calendar is that I'm never doing anything at my own expense. Like it's not like I'm up creating content or doing tasks until midnight. I give myself time to complete something and then I complete it in that time frame. So if I give myself 30 minutes to write a post, I only have 30 minutes to write the post. Or if I say I'm going to give myself 30 minutes to write three posts, That's all the time I have, 30 minutes, and I get it done. And another thing is I've already scheduled in my free time where I get to do things for myself and relax and stuff. So I know I'm taking care of myself. And going back to the time frame piece, it's really important to give yourself that time frame because if you give yourself two hours to complete something, it will take you two hours to complete it, I swear. But if you give yourself 30 minutes to complete the same task, you will complete it in 30 minutes. It's kind of like back in the day. So I, I was never a procrastinator going through school. But if I had like, let's say you had two weeks to do a paper, a lot of people would take the full two weeks and then like the night before the paper was due, they'd be like typing and like editing and all this stuff. Whereas I would just like get it done in the beginning. But the point is if you have two weeks, it's going to take you two weeks to plan. It's kind of like when I was planning my daughter's first birthday, it took me over a month to plan it because I had so much time. 
So it was so dragged out. The planning process took forever. Whereas when I planned my gender reveal party, it was so last minute and I literally planned it in one afternoon and one hour, the entire party. I picked all the vendors. I picked the colors, the decor, the cake, the catering, the location, the guests, all of it, literally one hour, including the invitations, including everything. It was amazing. Now, had I given myself four months to plan it, I would have taken four months to plan it. That's just the way it is. Like my daughter's birthday, I started planning it a month in advance. And so it took me the entire month to plan it. It's the same thing when it comes to your calendar. If you write like that meal prep will take one hour, you will finish it in that hour. But if you actually like write down like meal prep and you give yourself three hours, you'll create the same thing in three hours. I was actually talking to one of my clients that I coach about this lately. So she has really been struggling with work-life balance and we've been working on this process for her. And as weeks have gone by, she's become so much more organized with her time. She's able to get more done. She has way more free time. And in the beginning, when I suggested this to her, she was a little hesitant because she felt like putting everything into the calendar meant that she had no, that she had more restrictions that she wouldn't be able to enjoy her time. And I was explaining to her how it actually has the opposite effect and how she will have more free time and be more productive and have more freedom in her life. And she's starting to see that now. And it's really exciting to watch it unfold. She even says it's taken some of her anxiety away because she knows when she's going to get things done now. She knows that she just has to follow her calendar. She knows when all her free time is. And she truly enjoys her free time now because she doesn't have chatter in her brain telling her that she really needs to be working on her business while she's spending time with her baby. She knows she has the business scheduled in so she doesn't worry about it. So this process has helped her tremendously. I know it will help you too, so give it a try. Put things in your calendar and then give yourself a time frame to get it done and then get it done in that time frame. I promise you it will give you so much freedom. Having things in a calendar is one, gonna give you the results that you want and two, it's going to allow you so much freedom in your life. It's a really beautiful thing. So I realized that in the past few episodes, I've been talking about my coaching clients and how I've been helping them, but I've actually never told you where you can go if you wanted to sign up for a consult. So if you want to coach with me and work on your business or work on more work-life balance or manage your time better or create more growth in your practice, even if you want to cut your work hours a little bit, or if you have a certain revenue goal that you want to hit and you actually want to hit that goal, you're dedicated to that, then sign up to see if you are a good fit for my coaching program. My consults are free. And all you have to do is go to dryazin.com schedule. I'm also going to link it in the show notes for you. And that way you can sign up for a free consult and we can see if you're a good fit for the program. And I will chat with you there. Have a beautiful day. Thank you for listening to The Social Dentist with Dr. Desiree Yazdan. Download your free Instagram guide for healthcare professionals at www.dryazdan.com forward slash Instagram guide. If you'd like to reach out to Dr. Yazdan, you can do so on Instagram at Dr. Yazdan. That's D-R-Y-A-Z-D-A-N. Till next time.